of course you know it's your favorite cousin you didn't even know you made it lady painted 90 on tiktok and of course your girl lady painted underscore mua on instagram hello again again to your ask your cousin podcast give yourself a round of applause so as you know we are coming to the end of february now depending on when you're listening to this hey how you doing but for me right now it is officially february exactly the 26th of 2023 right now does anybody else get like this we'll call this episode reflections I always start to reflect back to the person I was the year before the year that I'm in now. And it always happens around my birthday. So if you guys didn't know, this is my birthday month, of course, when I gave birth to the podcast that you, as you all are listening to it now. And I really have been reflecting a lot on expectations of what I thought my life would be being at 33 or did I let myself down or am I in a space of just a new beginning that I didn't even think could be a beginning for me? You know, like, I don't know about you, but it's like you get to this age and I know every, okay, can we be real? Let's just be blunt and frank. I hate when people call me a baby at 33 years old. Let me tell you something. Babies have their own life crisis once they leave the womb and have to realize that this world is a piece of shit as we learn further as adults. No pun intended. Of course, there's a pun intended. But no, like really the reality of it is I'm not a baby. I'm a living, breathing human being that is still every day trying to figure it out about what life means and what is my life to me and where am I am now compared to where I once was. And, you know, it was OK. So what ended up happening? I was out somewhere with uh, a good friend of mine and we were going out to eat for her birthday because her birthday is also in February. Shout out to baby mama in this episode. Birthday girl. But no, we were sitting in the bar section of an amazing Mexican restaurant, my ad, and having drinks and laughing. And in that moment, it really dawned on me that I was actually living the life that I've always dreamed of living for myself. Not, you know, all the glitz and the glamour and everything, because, I mean, of course, you know, we do like a glamorous moment. But no, in the real reality of it is, it's like people make you think that you have to have all these things in order for your life to feel like it has meaning, for it to feel like it has purpose or you know, to feel like you've made it in life. And I think that's what's always, I think honestly, not just myself, but everybody has had us brainwashed to think that you can't have a happy life unless you have the success of having all the money in the world, the cars, the house, you know, the 2.5 kids. And I'm really reflecting and looking at it. First and foremost, big shout out to the show Harlem. Um, can we just talk about the amazing, you know, conversation points that they have? And this is also what made me title this episode Reflection. So Harlem had a lot to do with it. If you are not familiar with the show, definitely check it out on Amazon Prime. They did not sponsor this episode. It's just one of those shows that I absolutely adore. To me, for someone that is a black woman to have that moment, like, of course, I know there's a lot of Sex in the City fans. Well, for us... Harlem is like our black sex in the city. And I know for some people that are listening to this, it's like, why does race have to be about everything? Well, you got to think about it. When you grow up in America, a young black girl going into adolescence, young adulthood, and even going in my mid thirties, the representation of the struggles that we feel in our life 
even though they may not be any different than somebody that is of the same race, it just feels good to see that representation in our community, that those conversations happen among best friends and gal pals and everything alike. And that's why I appreciate the show, because it talks about love. It talks about the dramas in your life, the transition of wondering, do you really want kids? Because, you know, I realized something. I had a good friend of mine that just recently got married. And I mean, she just got married and people are already asking her when are y'all gonna have kids when's the baby are y'all gonna have a kid da, da, da. i mean like when did we just become a factory all of a sudden just because we got married or we're in a committed relationship or you know what i'm saying like why did it have to become this i'm really tired of the stigma that is placed on women for this expectation of wanting to be married or wanting to be a mom and these things like as if it's like a rite of passage as a woman and it's not the rite of passage as a woman if you're listening to this right now i want you to know that whether or not you're married whether or not you have kids or if you have a lot of kids your rite of passage is when you discovered who you were as a person and you realized that you were happy exactly being who you are not being something to somebody else, not even being a certain type of person for your kids and for your family, because you still have an identity and that still matters. It's like, it's so crazy. Like one of my best friends in the entire world, she's been married now for a couple of years. She finally did have a kid. And uh, my, my little niecey poo, she's two. But in the reality of it, her and her husband, they didn't even want kids. And people looked at them crazy. They're like, wait a minute, that's a part of life. You get married, you have kids, that out of this. And I'm like, who made this shit up? And you guys, we have been brainwashed for years to think that the goal in life is to become, you know, Joan Cleaver, leave it to Beaver with the vacuuming and the pumps and the pearls, raising kids and being a stay-at-home wife and mom. And I'm like, bitch, I'm a fucking rock star. I'm trying to create businesses. I'm trying to become a mogul. Damn all this, you know, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with the idea of, you know, being a stay-at-home mom, which shout out to you ladies, because y'all are built different. Let me tell you something to every stay-at-home person, whether you're a mom or dad, because we do have stay-at-home dads too, shout out to you to be with your kids 24 is a whole new feat in itself. And I don't think people realize that, that you have something that is somebody that is needing you constantly throughout the day to make a decision for them, to do this for them, to decide what time this and that. Do you have any idea how hard that is? Like even just thinking for yourself a lot of days, it just seems overwhelming. But you got to think for yourself and another life source that's looking up to you and just like, hey, I pooped my pants. What do I do? And that's the side of parenting that people don't talk about. And I'm really reflecting on my life. And I'm just like, did I want a kid? Because I wanted this undoubtful, you know, unconditional love that's only an idea. It's not even real. Because, I mean, let's be for real. Let's be honest. I talked about one of this uh, on one of my TikToks. And it's the reality. A lot of us had kids because we didn't get the love that we needed from our childhood and we manifested the idea that children would be a placeholder for the love that we didn't receive. And then I'm realizing as I got older and did the self-reflection, that was selfish as shit. Like, really think about this right now. You are literally or have or somebody you know has 
gave life to something that they may or may not have really even wanted in the grand scheme of things, only selfishly to create a love that they did not feel that they received in childhood or learned how to give themselves because they wanted somebody to love them so unconditionally. That's a lot of weight on something that's still trying to figure out why they're even here. Think about yourself right now. Like Think about the moments you've had in your life and you were literally almost at rock bottom between deciding between gas and food some days. And you're like, why am I even here to have to deal with this shit? It's overwhelming. It's too much. I didn't ask for this. Who would want to put this on somebody? And then I really dawned on me one day. I was like, do I even want kids? Like, why do I want kids? Like, what makes me feel like I really want them? And then when I thought about what my life is, me and my hun, we've built a beautiful life with each other. There's still so much more to do. And of course, a lot of growing. But I'm like, do I really want to have to change the dynamic that I've built with my partner far as being able to get up and go and talk about trips down the line and different things like kids are a lot and this is not an episode to bash people that love the idea of kids no this is a reflections episode where we talk about the thoughts that we have and we're too afraid to say out loud because people look at us weird because like oh you're a woman you should want to have a kid and be married and this and that and that and I'm just like but who said I had to though Like, why did it have to become the normalcy for my life? And who said it had to be the standard as well? As your cousin, which I know I'm your favorite, by the way, we won't tell anybody. Create your own standard. Break away from the normalcy that society has programmed you in. Whether you're a man, woman, Wookiee, I don't care. You can even be a tricycle for all I know. Um, The thing is... Create your own standard. Create your own normalcy. Create the factor of life that is going to make it seem like once you leave this earth, you can say that you lived. Because I realized I was creating a life based on standards that I honestly don't even want to live up to. You know, like I brainwashed myself thinking that I could make some of the twits that I dated husband material if I loved them hard enough and I was supportive enough and all that. That's just not enough. And now that I'm in a relationship that, yes, it has its trying moments, it has its days, but I'm actually in a real loving relationship. And we just celebrated our one year anniversary. It's our, you know, first year now, many more to come, all the, you know, glitz and glamour of that, the, oh, my love, you know? And I'm really realizing, I'm like, I don't really think I wanted all those other things. And I'm just like, that's not what a relationship is. That's not what having kids is. That's not what living your life is. And also, too, it's like I see so many people that are being exactly the type of parent that they want to be. And I think that's beautiful. Shout out to those people that are breaking curses every day i'm talking about generational curses where you just get in this mode of life and somebody gave you a playbook that was already fucked up to begin with let's be honest a lot of the understandings that we got in life was given to us from people that still didn't understand their own lives they were just going off what the first generation told them to do or better yet the previous generation told them to do And I think a reason why we have so much pushback from older generations is because they've been programmed to think that that's all life had to be. 
And I'm so proud of the generations that's come later on as we've evolved to realize that there's so much more than just a family or just a marriage or just a job. Fuck it. If you don't like your job or if you don't like a circumstance or the situation, fucking change it. You don't have to live for that for 30 years just to collect a pension and say that you, you're in your golden years. Why the fuck? Like, that doesn't mean, you know what? Like, now that I'm really realizing all this, do you know my mom to this day still wants to harp? Well, you got to stay at a job and so you can get retirement and, you know, be able to live in your golden years. Honey, these are my golden years. You want me to slave away at a nine to five job that I may not even like for 30 years just so I can say that I can collect a check? I mean, really stop and listen to what I just said. You work for somebody that doesn't even appreciate you, doesn't value your mind. You do this for 20 to 30 years just so you can prop your feet up at the end and collect the check from the house and not do anything? Like, now the more that I hear it, it just sounds sad. And it's like, who programmed us to think that the golden years was retirement to where you don't have to work for anybody? Like, why does it have to be that? And it's like, then the next question I have, the work that you're doing, does it even fulfill you if you have to feel like you're just collecting a check until you get to the end? There's so many questions, and that's the reason why I call this this episode Reflections, because I'm looking at a lot of things that I was programmed to believe that that's what you want to strive to, and I'm realizing that's nothing to strive to. Yes, you want to be financially secure in your older years, so that way, you know, you don't have to work for the rest of your damn life, but at the end of the day, I don't really want to work for anybody. I want to get to a place where I make my own decisions, I work for myself. Or get to a place where if I am working for somebody, I, I stand ground with what they believe in. And I actually can feel honorable working for them. I think that is the actual morale of what I'm looking for in my life. Not what everybody else thinks is the key to success, but what I believe my success can be. And I think that's something you should want for yourself as well. Not a standard, but an actual life happiness. I'm no longer living for the standard. I'm living for beyond. And I know you're probably listening to this right now and you're like, damn, that was a deep moment. Because I'm telling you the same thing, that you can live above the standard. The standard is honestly not even the ceiling. It just feels like it's the ground. Like we're just standing on it. And I don't want to just exist in this life. I want to live my life. Not because anybody else says I have to or because I was given life, so I have to make something of it. No, I want to make something of it because that's what I want to do for myself. And I want to live my life at the rate that I want to live it. Not at anybody else's speed, not at anybody else's pace, not when somebody else wants me to have kids, not when somebody else wants me to get married. Because, do you know, somebody asked me the other day, they saw my ring, my lover, you know, gave me uh, when we first started dating down the line, he gave me a promise ring. And so a lot of times people think I'm married, which I let them go ahead and believe that. And it is what it is. But even before my partner came into the picture, I asked myself, what is the identification of marriage for you? Is it just a piece of paper paying all this money for fuckers you don't even like to eat food and act like they like you and act like they're happy for you? 
Like, is it just that? Is it just that one day? Or is marriage a lifetime of creating memories, a lifetime of building a life and a legacy together? And not even just a legacy where you could say that you can leave this down for your kids, but I'm talking about a legacy where your kids will look back and they'll say, mom and, and, and dad really loved each other. That's the legacy I want to leave. I If I ever did have kids, I want my grandkids to look back and they'll be like, my granddaddy and my grandmama really loved each other. They cussed each other out. They fussed at each other, but they loved each other. I want to be that story that almost seems like a fairy tale. And I don't mean like a fairy tale where boy meets girl fall madly in love and they live the rest of their life happily ever hell no i hate the fact that they sold us that disney cinematic moment hallmark shit because it's not real life i want you to understand something a relationship takes work a marriage takes work life takes work it will never come easy if it's worth having and i want you to understand that also you should not have to settle for struggle love I want you to understand, especially coming from a black woman that has been premised in the idea that the more I struggle to love you, the means the more you'll respect me and love me. That is a fucking farce. And I'm tired of that narrative. I'm tired of women having to go through so many trials and tribulations in order for our love to be valid by a person. I say no more. And I say that I will go through life struggles with you, but I will not go through human-made struggle. And what I mean by that is literally, literally, I have heard men, because keep in mind, your girl rocks a short haircut. I've rocked one for years. And when I tell you that the barbershop or just casual guy talk when you're around it, because you're like one of the guys for some of the people, it's mind-boggling the things that raunchy-ass dudes think that they should put women through in order for them to really say that they love them and it's like how much can I hurt you for you to show me that you're down for me and I'm like that is fucking stupid you're gonna take a person that's gonna be your better half the person that's there for you when you're down and you're gonna add to the chaos of life already by making their life hell in order for it to be a testament to to them loving you And that's toxic in itself. Like just the idea of this, this whole notion and this narrative. I am so fucking glad I got off that goddamn train because that motherfucker was going nowhere. (laughs) Like I really realized that I was dealing with people that they would put me through so much in order for my love to be valid. And I want you to know that my love is valid whether I struggle with you or not. The love and the capacity that I have to love somebody, it is magical. That is what I want all of you guys to feel about yourself and the way that you love and the way that you love yourself. Your love holds power. About a year or two ago, I said, my love is powerful. It'll make you believe things that you didn't even think were feasible because I will give you a light in order to see that what you thought wasn't possible was possible. Oh, hold on. I got a little poetic there for a second. I apologize. My alter ego started coming out. But it's the truth. At the end of the day, you are the magic. Who you are 
your ways to go about life, your visions of life, the way you see things through your lens. That is what makes you uniquely you. Being unique is not a trademark. Being unique is accepting exactly who you are, despite the circumstances that life wants you to be somebody else. That's what being unique is in my definition. You don't have to Google it, but that's my cousin definition, if you will. And feel free to share it because people need to understand that being unique is not looking the most awkward, this, that, or third. It's not a trend. It's just living your life. Right now, I'm sitting here in, like I said again, a whole play suit. Shout out to Evan Bidell, by the way. Make sure y'all check him out. Sitting in a play suit with a damn blonde mullet on my head, pinned in the front, because of course I just took my bonnet off. Not ashamed to say it. I'm at home. And I'm happy. I don't give a shit if anybody else gets it. I get it because I did it for myself. There's people right now that are looking at me and like, girl, you really thought that was a look? Yes, the fuck I did because I created the look. I don't need your permission for my vision to be valid. And I need you to understand that nobody else has to give you permission for you to understand yourself and what you like and what you don't like. And I feel like nobody can force you to be something that you don't want to be. And you have every right to be who you are, despite what your parents want for you, despite what your friends may want for you, all these things. And it's not saying that these people don't want certain things for you because they want to control your life. That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes people mean well, especially when they love you, because I want to think that your friends and some of your family, when they love you, they love hard. But also, too, I've realized going through my own life situations, I never allowed my own mother to know who I was. And so that's the reason why she wanted things for me that I just didn't want. Because she didn't know that that's not what I want. Me and her have never really just had a come to Jesus moment and really just sit down and talk about the factors of life where I stand with my life. And I think the little small conversation that we've had to try to help better our relationship because it was a rocky road, I'll be honest. I really realize now that the more that I became vocal and honest about myself to myself, it became a lot easier to tell it to others. A lot of times we struggle with being honest with other people about who we are because we're not honest with ourselves of who we are. We're so afraid that people will judge us or people will criticize us because of how we want to look, who we want to be, how we want to dress, how we want to act that we lie to ourselves every day first. We put on this charade, this facade, and act like this and act like that, and that's not even who we are. Some days you probably look at yourself in the mirror and you wonder to yourself, who am I? Because right now I don't even know. I've had those days. And right now I am almost on the brink of tears just thinking about the fact that I was living a life so hollow and now, even though everything may not be perfect, the bank account is not flourishing per se. It's really not. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I am proud of myself. I am living my truth and I am not ashamed of it. And I don't have any regrets because right now, every decision I've made has been a genuine one, not a place from hurt, not a place of confusion, not a place of trying to live for somebody else. I've made every decision now 
in the sake of what I want for me. And I want you to know, making that decision will never be a regret. So don't regret it. Just decide. Being said, I hope that means that you have made the decision to continue to ride out with your cousin with this podcast because this is my baby. I'm proud of her. I want to see her grow and I want to see her flourish. But more than anything, I want you guys to feel a part of something that I feel like can be even bigger than than ourselves, a community, if you will. And with that being said, you know, sharing is caring unless it's an STD because we don't do those. (laughs) All right. All right. Let me cut it out. But no, you guys, of course, this has been another episode of the Ask Your Cousin podcast. I'm still waiting on some of y'all's emails, some of your stories. Of course, I know everything is still young, but I'm still hopeful. At the end of the day, make sure you guys email me at askyourcousin, C-U-Z-Z-I-N at gmail.com. Again, you can also send your stories to your girl's Instagram at ladypainted underscore M-U-A. Or if you feel more comfortable where you originally met your cousin at, possibly, you can still send me your stories also at TikTok at ladypainted90. But of course, more than anything else, I'm sending you well wishes, well dreams, and a happy life. Signing out, you guys. Until next time.